the boss man show, friend of the show, Fulton Titans head coach, my buddy, my brother, DJ Taylor, here on the show with me. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Man, I can't complain. I'm super excited on this morning to uh, to be another, uh, to have an opportunity to speak with you and, and to uh, exchange with you in regards to uh, what we about to talk about. Yes, no doubt. And folks, today we'll talk about Diedrich's project, Develop You. And look on his Instagram, follow him, DJ Taylor underscore between his name, follow him. You will learn about lots of talking points for coaches, leadership, life lessons, and how he can use coaching to impact you and your life going forward. Deidre, tell us about that, man. Where did you get the idea to start this at, man? And on your coaches show you have, I mean, talk to us about all your great stuff and your knowledge you have from being a coach as long as you have, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it happened organically um, because I'm not one to literally like want to get involved in social media and, and it, I didn't want to do any of that. I just kind of wanted to grow this thing and, and grow it organically and, and have some direction as to what we were trying to accomplish and what we were about. Um, and it has organically happened and it's continued to grow. And, and now it's at a point where I feel like um, it's not important, but it's imperative that we share what it is that we believe, how we believe, and not to say that it's perfect, not to say that it's the end all be all, but it is a perspective, it is a belief that we have, and it's built around getting better. It's built around tangibly putting things in front of you to say, how am I going to get better at this? How am I going to get better at that? Whatever it is, for us student athletes, um, trying to get better at being a better person, trying to get better at being a better student, trying to get better at being a better standpoint. And so we tangibly talk about those things of how we're going to approach um, and go about those things. And, and, and um, it is, again, organically grown into what we are doing on social media. Um, and, and really what we're doing is just exposing some of the beliefs and some of the experiences and some of the perspectives that we have at Cal State Fullerton that we've gained um, through our time here. Uh, it's been eight years. And there's, there's some information, I think, that, that the world needs to know and have access to. And that's, that's what we're doing. And it's, it's all centered around getting better. It's all centered around the mantra of hashtag develop you. We're trying to figure out how can we tangibly be better today than we were yesterday? And how can we be better tomorrow than we were today? And that is, that is literally it in a nutshell. I think there's a bunch of different, not a bunch, but there's probably four or five different buckets that we, we subscribe to. Um, to try to attract the attention of those people in that arena. For instance, the Think Tank webinar, and we'll talk about that in a little bit later, but, but it's an opportunity to, to, to grow and develop, and it's non-basketball related. It is all about the sport or the business side of athletics, trying to figure out how can people maneuver and grow and get better and improve. Um, we have, obviously, the camps. We, we have... Um, the coaches show. And so there are different, different avenues that we've created um, or taken advantage of to try to promote our message um, and our perspective. And again, I don't want it to appear as though I think that what we say and what we do is the end all be all. It's not perfect, but it's us. And the most important thing that I'm attracted to is that it's real. When you see us practice, what you see on social media, you will see us practice those things. 
And again, you will see us practice. I didn't say perfect. I said practice. Yes. We'll try to do those things. And so I want people to understand the realness behind what it is that we're trying to do, the genuineness behind it. And it's not all um, hunky dory. It's not all glitz and glamour. There are some dark days and some dark times that we've experienced. And I want people to understand that there is growth in those moments and probably the greatest amount of growth takes place in those moments. Oh, yes. And you know what? I, I, I got these down here. I love your principles. Learn and grow. And I can give you my example for me, doing this show for 10 years. Yeah. When you, you talked to him 10 years ago, you would be like, JR's a horrible host. He's just raw. And I, the, the hood JR was on the radio. <laughs> I'm still a little bit hood now, but it was truly the hood. A lot of it, by the way. A lot yeah. of it. Yeah, yes. It was the west side of Atlanta coming out of me on the radio. Yeah. I have reformed myself and learned and grown as a radio host. I, I learned I, I can't have a co-host anymore. I learned that having a panel was not good for me. I needed to be about what I wanted to be about, having to delegate questions that I didn't really like or have you ask something I want to ask myself. So learning and growing for me in the radio world has been trial and error. And when you put the principle of learning and growing on the basketball court as a young man off the court, learning how to deal with women and how to deal with your professors and how to handle something in a bank. I mean, learning and growing is a part of our everyday life until we take our last breath. It's learning and growing. No doubt. No doubt. I think, and, and just to take your example, I mean, like, like the world and the society tells us that failures are bad. Failures are not bad. They're an opportunity for us to learn and grow. And if you don't fail, then you probably are not trying. You're playing it safe. You're trying to guard against failures when you should actually accept failures. I'm not saying you should go towards a situation and, and fail on purpose, but I am saying that when you do fail by trying to attempt a, a goal or reach your goal, understand why you fail. Embrace why you fail, learn why you fail and grow from it. I think if you look at some of the greatest people, not the greatest people, but if you look at some of the billionaires and millionaires, how many times in their story have they failed and they failed forward? They haven't failed backwards, they failed forward and they've taken that failure and they've launched themselves into another arena, another atmosphere because of said failure. They become um, maybe a better whatever it is because of, of that. And so that's what I, I, am, I am attracted to. Um, and, and I'm also attracted to the fact that I, your radio show, like when you hit me and you say, do you wanna do it? Stop asking me that. I will do it 10 out of 10 times. And I love the fact that you don't do it with anybody. You've learned that, that having a panel or co-host is it's not for you. It's not for JR. And the energy that JR promotes and the energy that JR um, has on his show, to me, it's engaging. It's, it's really contagious. And, and I appreciate it. And I appreciate the fact that 10 years ago, you had co-hosts and you went through all of this. And now all of a sudden, I get this JR. This is the dude I like. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I can remember Taysom Dietrich on, uh, on April the 2nd, 14, I got fired, bro. They didn't even tell me I was fired, bro. I come in and do host the show right. I got a box on my on my cubicle, bro. <laughs> yeah. Then I got yeah. fired in November, December of 15 from somewhere. Yeah. I was upset about it, but guess what? Made me better. No doubt. You no know, doubt. I've learned I've look, it wasn't for me because I was trying to do it another way. You know, 
I, I learned that the Dan Patrick panel or the, you know, having a co-host and boss and whoever, it's, it's, it wasn't working because ultimately I'm doing all the work, you know, you getting credit for what I'm doing, right? And I got, nah, you, you, you eating off what I done built? Oh, no. Yeah. So partially that, that hurt me too. And, you know, and I am selfish dude and I just know that, hey, I'm a certain way, you know, I, I contain my hood. <laughs> Sometimes it come out. If you don't understand what I'm saying, where I'm coming from, that dialect, you get lost in the sauce. So <laughs> I had to learn and grow from that, you know, and now I found what works for me. And the show has grown ever since then, that point, once I decided, hey, it's about me and my guests, not about me and a panel and me and having poll questions, all that lame crap. You don't hear, you don't, you don't hear me quoting that's nobody. We having a yeah. conversation. There, yeah. there are shows for that. Those are papers for that. This show is about conversations, long form, about life, ball, and whatever. No doubt. And, I, and, I, and, and again, I, I want to preface it by saying this, like one of the things that we've learned and one of the things that we promote is, is self-awareness. The number one predictor for success is self-awareness. And so you being able to know all of those things and grow to know that this is the way that I rock. This is the way that I want to represent myself. You know that. And so you embrace that. And now all of a sudden your show is, you know, it's taken off. And again, I would say this, like the number one, again, if you look at all these people that are so-called successful, the number one predictor for their success is their, I guarantee you when you talk to them, they're aware of who they are why they're that way, and then they use it to that, their, their advantage. And and to me, that is a powerful, powerful concept. And you know what, Deidre, because some of us are, you, you know, point your head was preparing for success. And you know, I mapped this show out 2009 at Tennessee State. I was still there. <laughs> I yeah. mapped out my plan because I knew my future wasn't going to be probably professional, right? I knew that. So <laughs> let me prepare for success, you know. Yeah. 1.34 GPA. I got a master's degree, though. <laughs> I came from that. that <laughs> Don't say that too loud, because a couple of my guys they they would they would they would applaud that. And oh. I'm not sure they would applaud that with with this. They would applaud that with their effort. They think it's true. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't. X that part out, but yeah, I, I, I overcame those things. You know, I I, yeah. I had this idea in my mind that hey. I want to be around sports the rest of my life. It sure. will not be playing, but guess what? I can talk about it. No doubt. Still impact sports through voice, mind and memory, platform. So I knew that. And so in my classes, I'm preparing for success. DJ, I had professors tell me I was running up, running up the wrong path. Yeah. I'm now like, now what? Yep. I had a professor tell me that I should just go cut hair. That you should go be a barber. They'll get guaranteed you some money. This radio idea you have, that, that that's not black guys in your position that don't play ball like that. Well, yeah. I broke through that crack, obviously. So, I prepared for success. You have to negate the haters, negate the naysayers. And that, 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 I'm going to be honest with Didrick, that doesn't motivate JR. I don't care what people think. I care about what I think, you know, what works for me. So I don't let the outside noise affect what I do inside. And so I know my style is everybody. I come off, I come off sometimes too, too abrasive or they say he's a little too hood, he's a little too raw, or this is the good, I love this cold word. 
your style does not match with our demographic. <laughs> I know what to say. I'm too black. Right. Say that. Right. So, right. <laughs> you know, but I'm going to be that way. I can't sell out or conform to something like nobody. I'm JR. And I'm going to be that way today. I'll take my last breath. No doubt. No doubt. And, and again, I will point to this, this, this ideology that we have and that we believe in is self-awareness. You're fine with who you are. You know, you're not for everybody. You've accepted that. All you're in search of is, is, is your people. And when I say your people, people that subscribe to the way that you do business, people that subscribe to the way that you talk, people subscribe to the way that you do things, that's important to you. And then the other faction of people that don't, you don't wish them any ill will. You just know that we can't do anything together. Mm -hmm. Very simple, in my opinion, my opinion. Very simple. And it's back, back, back to one of your points, building connections as you, as you laid out there. Connections, communications, everything. And so as a coach, that's like one-on-one, how to get a guy to buy into your program, buy into you and your staff is that communication. And also communicating positively as well. That's very key. You, if you tear me down every day, I'm allowed to have to run that extra wind sprint for you. I'm allowed to have to die for that loose ball for you. I'm not going to yeah. play hurt for you if you come at me every day with, with the negative. So now, now some guys are good at being negative and getting guys to respond, but I think you do it positively and they know you really care about you. They'll play harder for you and it will you help reach them when it comes to off the court issues as well. No doubt. I mean, it's a, it's an age old adage that says no one cares about what you know until they know that you care for them. And that is, that is, that is, that is way old is well beyond my years, but it is probably one of the truest statements nowadays in our culture, in our society. Nobody cares what you know. They don't. They want to know two things. What's in it for them? And they want to know, do you care about them? If you can answer, if you can prove to them those two things, I think you can get whatever it is you want. A guy to play hurt, a guy to do something that he doesn't necessarily want to do, but he believes in you and he believes in your vision for him, he or she will accomplish that goal. And, and again, that's, to me, that's a, a, an ideology that I, that I try to prescribe or subscribe to. And you know, another one I love is growth outside of your comfort zone. And you know, yeah. for me personally, that was being somebody else's co-host, <laughs> not yeah. my own, being somebody else's co-host. That was hard for me yeah. the whole time. I'm building this sucker is. This sucker's terrible. <laughs> like this, this joker, I'm booking all the guests. This joker's on here talking like he knows something. He, he don't know jack nothing. <laughs> so the, and you know, it caused tension because yeah. he knew I was building he was. He knew who was doing yeah. all the work. Sure. He's getting the shine for it. And yeah. now I pulled out of that situation. It was I did it. But when I wanted to get my name out there, I had to bite those bullets. So but as a growth outside the comfort zone, because I know some style in your business, you might take a, a job to be a sister, this and coach, or maybe what would be called a bad job to get a head, co head coaching job because you have to grow and learn and show your worth. And I feel like those year and a half hours there at that coach on the only other show, it showed that I could be a team player, even though I knew I was budding the guy I was, but I didn't, I didn't just, I wasn't a butthole about it. I just, did my role, but in my head, man, man this dude is trash, you know? <laughs> you know, it's his show, but he trash. I'm making his show better, so, you know, I, I get it. So, I'm going to talk about how I teach your players about, as a young man, been the age they are, 
growing outside of that comfort zone? You know, I think it's one of the hardest concepts that 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 it is to accept. You know, it's not that hard to teach, but it is hard to accept in terms of these guys. They're built. All they see is the glitz and the glamour, right? They turn oh, yes. on the or they turn on their Instagram feed and they they see this guy making this highlight play and they see this guy doing that and this guy getting notoriety for that. You know, they never ever, in my opinion, you never see the lowlights. You never see the grind. You never see um, them working in, to perfect that move. And so trying to get people outside of their comfort zone and particularly my guys to get them to understand um, that your greatest growth, in my opinion, is outside of your comfort zone. Um, trying to get them to understand is not always easy. And it's probably one of the greatest battles that we have, but it's a daily fight. You know, they know that I am, I am obsessed with their best. Oh, yes. And I want to focus on that word obsessed. Like you say that, up, but and it has a meaning in the dictionary, but it has a different meaning to me in terms of obsessed. That means I will do anything to participate in your success here's where what you said you want well here's what the actions dictate that you do and it's called this this word i've been on this thing alignment yes. you can't say one thing but your actions are doing this but you expect these this over here and so our guys are like that they expect the highlights all the time and i'm telling them hey man you got to put in the work you got to grow. You got to, you got to get outside your comfort zone. When you think you run 11, when you ran 11, 22s from a conditioning standpoint, I guarantee you there's 12. I guarantee you can push yourself outside of your comfort zone to 13. When you squat 600 pounds, I guarantee you, if you continue to work and get outside your comfort zone and push yourself, you'll find a way to get to 615, 630. And so just trying to understand that growth and trying to understand that push and trying to understand what it does for them and how much they can grow and develop physically, but more importantly, mentally. That's what's important because those are the same things that we have in life to, to help us be successful. When, when the ball stops bouncing or whatever, we're no longer in part of the sports world, you know, we, got, we still have the rest of their life or they still have the rest of their life to live. What are you going to do? How are you going to participate in that? There are going to be days when you don't feel like getting up, when you don't feel like doing X, Y, and Z, but you know, hey, the little girl or the little, little boy in the other room, they're depending on you to get your behind up and go get outside your comfort zone and go work. And so those are the things that we're just trying to expose them to and teach them and, and help them understand how significant um, that growth pattern is when you are outside of your comfort zone. And, you know, DJ, for me, man, you know, having those late night graveyard shift shows, man, my first gigs was at 11 p.m., noon, I'm not new, midnight, 2 a.m., that when nobody listened to you. But I have to put on like, but in my mind, though, I had a whole million people listening to me. The whole, I had, everybody, I had a whole big audience. But yeah. having to perfect my craft, having to sleep in the daytime. I'm not even a daytime sleeper. Yeah. But to, but I wouldn't be talking to you today if I hadn't went outside my comfort zone and did that. Cause you can't jump in this business, just getting a show in, on the weekends in the daytime. That ain't gonna happen. But I had yeah. to do it just to put in those hard yards to learn my craft and learn what don't work for me. And thankfully it was late at night because I was able to learn late at night without a lot of people listening to me, <laughs> what don't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, and, and, and what, you, what you just described, in my opinion, is, is a vision for your own success. These are the things that are necessary to accomplish that, accomplish that vision. Okay, this is what I want. This is the vision that I set for myself. Okay, what do I have to do? I have to sleep during the day, which is unusual, which is extremely unique, but I have to sleep during the day and then I have to go to work. And then after I get off work from one to 3 a.m., this is what I have to prepare myself to do. One of the, one of, a current NBA coach, I won't say his name, but a current NBA coach right now, for him, in terms of him preparing for his scouts, and it sounds funny, but the way that he would prepare for his scouts is when no one else was around, he, he'd get in front of the mirror and he'd talk to himself hours upon hours upon hours so that when he got in front of the guys, they could feel his level, the level of preparedness that he had. And it wasn't so much the material as much as it was the buy-in. He needed to prove to those guys that A, he understood, he knew what he was talking about, but more importantly, he cared about their success. And he wanted them to be successful and he gave him that information. But if he was hobnobbing or not hobnobbing, that's a bad word. If he was, you know, wasn't sure on this action or wasn't sure what we're doing on this ball screen coverage, those guys would have picked up on that and they would never have bought into that. And so vision for your success is, is to me is extremely important and it changes. It definitely changes. But within the change, again, I go back to the same term, you grow. And have a resolve too, because how many mm-hmm. dudes going to be willing to get up that? I did my whole life up to side down, Dedrick. I was sleeping mm-hmm. in the daytime. No, going to the games, right? Then going, leaving the arena, going to the radio. Mm-hmm. So, like, like that. But I put in that work, though. And then I can control when I talk to anybody I want to control. I control all my content. I own everything. Nobody can tell Gerald what he can't discuss. Nobody can tell me that. Nobody yeah. can tell me what I can't discuss. Nobody yeah. owns this but me. And so mm-hmm. knowing that nobody put me on either, Deidre. Nobody put yeah. JR on. He put yeah. himself on. Nobody can yeah. say, I gave him his break. Nobody can say that about me. Yeah, yeah. And that's partly why the way I am, where I am, because I'd be like, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm do my non, I'm gonna do my non Kwame Brown. Um, Negro, you didn't put me on, you know, right. <laughs> you know, yeah, and insert right. some words, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. The, the, their feud, um, I think, is 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 channeled a lot of discussion or started a lot of discussion in regards to what they were actually saying and how it pertains to not them per se, but to you and to your life. And I can hear different people, different, different young people um, debate the subject of being put on and some of the other things that they, 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 uh, they discussed during their banter. Let's just say that. Yeah, no, I'm going to tell you, this Deidre, when I see guys on ESPN, Fox Sports South, the Woo-Woo, I'm like, well, I know it is. Some of y'all kiss them butt to get your positions, and some of you just because you played some ball or some whatever got your positions. Cause yeah. and that's my thing. See, see, I, I don't crave that life though. People say, you, nah, you, I no, nah, I don't. I like to do my own thing. Cause I, I, I live good knowing that I can talk to you today, not having no, no GM telling me, DJ Taylor, he's in California. Why does he do it? Do it in Georgia? Why is he on the show today? Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want to answer some manager after my show. Why did you discuss this topic? Why didn't you just go off yeah. off our script? You know. <laughs> Sure, sure. That's, the, that's the part that I enjoy my independence. People don't understand yeah. that, Diedrich. I don't want to be controlled by a corporate entity that gives me big money to control me. Yeah. When you tell yeah. them contracts, they tell you what to say. 
No doubt. They control your content. You don't own nothing. Yep. That's exactly right. Exactly right. No, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting that way in terms of how you build your career and, and what you do to, to advance your career. Exactly. And talk to this digital about your webinar, man, because I feel like the business side of radio and coaching some people don't understand. It's not just roll out the basketballs and cut, and there you go. It's also not just come on the microphone and talk to you. It's a lot that goes sure. behind this segment you see with me and Dedrick here. He on his side as a coach and me as a radio host. So let's go and break it down with yeah. your webinar, what it all means, the business side of this business that, you're, that you love so much, man. Yeah, the Think Tank webinar is, is an opportunity that we're going to do August 6th. We'll start 10, 10 a.m. Uh, West Coast time, which is the best coast, just in case you were wondering. But we'll start 10 a.m. Uh, West Coast time. And, and basically, we are, we're going to have speakers to talk about how to maneuver yourself and how to become better and, and how to go about these opportunities um, that, that, are, that are available. For instance, I had to hire three guys on my staff. And I would guarantee you there's probably 100 people out there that had no idea how to go about um, getting themselves involved. Minus, you know, obviously the application process and so on and so forth. But how do you bubble up to to my attention? And those are some of the things that we're going to discuss. Um, we're also going to discuss, you know, how to take care of your finances and, and, and give you some different ideas of, of, of what that looks like and how to build your finances. Um, we'll also talk about, um, you know, we have a performance coach, um, Jason Wells. He'll jump on and he'll talk about the importance of um, the mindset you know, and unclogging and providing yourself with a level of clar uh, clarity for you to be able to go out and accomplish whatever your, your goal is. And so that's, those are all the business, business side of things, like understanding the behind the scenes um, of, a, of the production, whatever it is, it, it could be a radio show, it could be ESPN, it could be a game um, that we're about to pro play, you know, it could be you know, anything that, that you have to apply yourself to and some of the things that you believe in, just knowing how to do those things is what um, the think tank is all about. It, it's all also about networking opportunity um, to get to know people, to get to know search firms. We'll have them come on and talk about that because they're a huge uh, player in our industry, huge. Mm -hmm. and, and so it's important to understand how they operate and, and what they're thinking about and what they are looking for and, and, and how they go about conducting a search. And so, you know, just trying to provide some people with, um, with some details, man, just, just, just a different level of understanding. And, and I feel like if I, if I want people to know, then I have to take it upon myself to help them understand, to help them learn those things. And that's basically what the think tank is, uh, the webinar is all about. Excuse me, man, having your own show, man, how's that been for you as far as the prep-wise for your show? I want to know, kind of learn about your process there. Like, how's it been for you trying to do your own show, man, having your own brand and your own podcast now? Um, I wish that I could take credit for, for uh, all of the things that you are seeing, um, but it's actually easy because it's me. You know, it, it is me. Now, what's important is the co-host of the uh the podcast or the show that we have. He's, he's, he's like you, he's like, he's JR. But him taking his own profession and educating himself and, and marketing himself and branding himself in such a way that when you see what you see, you understand that, that the dude, th there's a lot of preparation that goes into, you gotta read all this information. And the reason why I chose this guy 
Uh, his name is Brandon Marcus. The reason why I chose him is because he's very familiar with our conference. He's very familiar with me. We've worked together for four or five years and we don't work together anymore outside of the show, but he was our radio guy when I got the job. And so, um, you know, there's a company, Socialite, that we use to, to help us with the branding and to help us with the messaging. Um, and so it's not just me. It's more important that our team around me, they understand who I am and what I'm about. And so it's, again, I go back to the, it's, it's, it's actually easy. As crazy as that sounds, it's actually easy because, again, it's me. The hard part is orchestrating or integrating other people yes. um, in your own you know, in your own belief system or your own branding, um, they have their own objectives or their, or their own perspective. And so integrating that and understanding how they can go together to present the finished product is, is where it begets, where it becomes hard or, or it gets difficult. But I actually enjoy my show. I enjoy having a conversation with the co-host because within that conversation, I feel like there's information that is garnered. There's information that we give out, whether it be about our program, whether it be about social stuff, whether it be about um, growth, you know, leadership um, is something huge to me. And so literally those things, having those the, the individual meetings with with the people of Socialite so that they understand um, me, that they are representing me and, and growing um, what I believe in, my perspective, and I think they've done an unbelievable job. But most importantly, you know, uh, obviously within this branding opportunity, um, you know, I kind of have I have someone that is that is you know overseeing it and looking at it and saying, hey, you you might want to look at this or or you want to do this. His name is Brad Williams, and I've known Brad since literally before I was born. So Brad and and Brad's parents and my parents. They belong to the same church. They grew up in the same church that Brad and I grew up in. And so he's a little bit older than I am, a lot older, I should say. No, I'll just blame, but he's older than me. Um, but again, just, just his intent for my life, professionally and personally, it's, I can feel it. I understand it and I can appreciate it. And, and so what you see publicly, it's really about the people behind me and what they do and what they believe in. Yeah, and I think you're good at radio, man. I first I said, man, we, we you talk about whatever. I mean, so I, that, that, that's that's half the battle right there. Better talk about whatever. Being knowledgeable yeah. on multiple topics, that's half the battle. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> see, like you know, yeah. I, I don't I don't have a set list here. I don't have a question sheet. I just talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's what I love about my shows because I don't have to. Ha I have general knowledge of what's going on, but I don't have to have like a yeah. robotic question list yeah. that like. I'll tell you some corporate radio shows they have a robotic question list yeah. or a set sheet, and it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because they don't get to, they don't get like, you can take these questions or, or, or it's something that you hear in our conversation and you can dive into that and you can really, really focus on that. Whereas if you're representing a corporation or, or you're sponsored by a corporation, you have to think, okay, does that represent the corporation or, you know, it just, it's just so much more than, than in, involved in, then you just kind of freelancing it, so to speak. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. I mean that in such a way that we just literally are having a conversation mm -hmm. and we can talk a little bit about this or that and that and this, and it's knowledgeable information that the listeners can, can, can take and, and they can have a conversation. They can have a barbershop conversation or they can conversate over, over dinner about something that they heard on, on your show. And, and again, I think it's really important. And I'm not saying that that, that only happens because of the way that you do business, 
But again, I go back to the faction of people that believe in JR, that buy into what JR is talking about and how he does business. Those are the people that I'm referring to. And did you, what I was saying is I want to leave a breadcrumb for you. Some that wet your appetite to go look at, look at, look it up some more after the show. I'll give you a little yeah. bit of breadcrumb, some knowledge here that you can go look at on your own. A little breadcrumb yeah. by leadership, growth and development. Okay, go and look at, look, read about it because I want to educate, empower, and electrify people. That's been always my yeah. mission. To empower, educate, and electrify. I want to give you my personality, which is hood but fun, you know, <laughs> educate you and give you some empowerment as well to go do what you want. Because I grew up not having nothing, right? Look sure. where I am at today. I yeah. could have given up a long time ago. And I don't describe that whole puppy bootstrap crap. I know if right. I wasn't good at a certain sport, I wouldn't be where I am today. You know, I'm not that crazy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. so certain stuff, certain things happen to help get me where I am today. I ain't that crazy. So to all my young men out there, I'm in my 30s and I accomplished a lot. You can do the same thing too. I grew up in not great not great beginnings and look where I am yeah. today. So I feel like yeah. Diedrich is all about showing people an example of success and that show that I'm still with you. I've never forgot who I was, where I came from. I still represent yeah. that to the day I die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, the bank head balance video, being around the freak Nick. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Yeah, what's up, what's up? I was in the video, the young dude. I was in the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that shaped you. That's that's that that helped build who we see today and what we see today. And 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 you said something earlier in terms of empowering and giving people an opportunity, a kind of a starter, you know, to have conversation further. Go look this up. Go look that up because you heard a little bit about it on 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 Jr. Show, and and so you are an inspiration in a lot of ways for people that have come up just like you, worse than you, better than you. It doesn't matter where you are, it's where you finish, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And, and we'll go back to this point, and, and it's it's a powerful, to me, it's a powerful statement, but it's it really typifies what we both are about, in my opinion, is this, is that it says, um, I'm not here to change you. I'm only here to provide the space that allows change to happen. Yes. So what you talk about, who you are, what you are, whether you're Republican or Democrat, whether you're blood or crypt, that doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is that you are bought into being what you say. And that's what matters to me is that you live your life according to trying to do those things, trying to accomplish. I'm not saying you're going to do those things because nothing's perfect, but understanding um, that, that, that change only happens when you allow it to, when you allow the space for it to happen. And so I want to literally with the think tank webinar, with the think tank itself, um, with our basketball program, with our elite camps, that like that statement, I'm not here to, uh, to, to change you. I'm only a, a here to allow or create the space for change to happen. You hopefully can see that in every aspect of us or me, because that's what I'm about. Exactly. You know, Diedrich, I don't think many guys can say this, but I, I can say this. I interviewed virtually mostly like over half of D1 coaches. I've interviewed them one time on my show. D2 HBCU coach, I've interviewed a lot of them on my show. So I don't know how many guys in the business who've interviewed over 200 some coaches on their show in the last five years the way I have and do it every week. You know, I give every guys a platform because I know guys don't want to talk to you unless something bad happens. Right. Unless something is scandal or you winning a tournament you know 
I, I make it a point to talk to guys who are in the Power Five conferences on purpose. We like we don't get you don't get very many Power Five guys because I don't I don't want them. Right. They yeah. get enough puff from ESPN and all them people. Yeah. Unless now, if I know you, like Mike Woodson, I'll do that, of course. Or a new head, a new hire as black, I'll do that. Or a new hire, sure. period, I'll do it. A bit of relationship, but I want to make sure that the guys in the mid-major conference get some love too. Sure. That's why yeah. I've made my show about it. it's. It's all about design, people. Not because I can't get them. No I can doubt. get them if I wanted them. Yeah. It's yeah. a matter of doing a having a bigger mission here to help and serve yeah. others. Because it's all about helping and serving others, give people opportunities that once get empower, give them a, using my platform that I, that I have to give you talk about your program and your t- think tank webinar, your develop you. That's all about serving and providing and being a servant to people, not about me. It's not even about me. It's about helping my friend here in his business, his new endeavor, his program. It's not about anything yeah. else but that. Yeah, and to me, that comes through, through and through. That comes through, like when when I see on Instagram or, or or Twitter or whatever, you're interviewing this coach, and like I know where it's coming from, so it, it it makes me feel compelled to listen, because I know you're probably not going to talk X's and O's. You're going to talk about who they are, what they stand for, what they believe in, and that is attractive to me. You know, Mike Woodson, for as good as he has been in the NBA, I'm super excited for him to stretch out his tentacles at this level. And, and create an opportunity for these young guys to grow and grow and learn and develop and express themselves from a, from a skill standpoint um, under Mike's tutelage. You know, he's doing it at a completely different level, but he's doing it at somewhere he's familiar with, a place that he went to school with, a place that he played at. Um, so, so I'm excited to see some of these new hires and what they can get done over the course of the time. And I'm not saying what they can get done in terms of, you know, the, you know, success as we as society terms it, you know, playing in a tournament. I'm saying what they can get done in terms of who they're graduating, um, how they're impacting guys, those guys, do they become productive citizens? Uh, and like, to me, that's success. Most definitely. And Deidre Lyle, also, man, I want to say this to you, brother. Hey, well, I was get 100 wins is a big accomplishment, man. Like for a black coach like yourself to get to, get to that point, is an accomplishment because a lot of black coaches don't get that many years to do that. So yeah. eight years of consistency, doing your thing out there in the Big West, a hard conference, man. I just want to commend you on it, brother. And, you know, we've been having your show the last five years. You've been on the show the last five years, man. I wish I had you on yeah. earlier, but I, I, I messed up on that. So I'm saying that's on me, brother. <laughs> but I'm so happy to see how your team is growing and developed and how you've over, yeah. overachieved with your team and your guys overachieved for you and how you compete like crazy. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And, and, you know, the 100 wins, like I said on the show before, it's, it's a tangible measure that we use for success. But really behind the scenes, as we talked about what that means, it just means that, you know, 92% of the players that have come here, they've all graduated. It means that we've been able to be a part of 26 guys come here and become pros. It means that the relationships that are built where guys don't know each other, like the Maddox boys on our current team right now, we have a Dante Maddox Jr. and a Trey Maddox Jr. They didn't even know each other existed until they both came to Cal State Fullerton. And so, again, those relationships that they're able to build and able to grow, that's what it's about for me. That's, that's, that's what defining 100 wins means to me. The 100 wins, I mean, that's cool and blah, 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 blah. But, man, I, that's not 
that ain't about, I'm, I'm not about that in terms of, you know, celebrating the 100 wins. I'm about celebrating some of the other things that that lead to um, 100 wins. So uh, I'm, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be on this show and for you to recognize uh, myself and our program. I'm so grateful for our administration to, to allow us to be here eight years, um, going on our ninth year and what that means. There are very few coaches across the country, like you said, they have that opportunity. And so we don't take that lightly and, and we're working our butt off to, to hopefully be here another eight years. And Deidre, you know what I'll say to the listeners all the time? I don't have to ask you about recruiting because guess what? This is the interview. That's, that's recruiting right there. Recruiting, listen to the man talk. You know, you're hearing this man authentically who he is, not the script or, 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 the, or the coach speak. You're hearing this Deidre Taylor, the real man. So if you're a young man or a parent hearing this interview, you see who the man is. If you want to send yeah. your son there, reach out yeah. to the man. And there you go. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, we, 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 we like them all. We take them all. Just, just know what you do and how you do, how you do it, and let's grow and develop it, and and uh, let's make some money on it. No doubt, folks. Check out my man on Instagram, DDD Taylor. Man, that's my guy. DDD Taylor's my guy, guys. I tell you, we we talk about life. We ain't talking about no basketball. Like we talked about life, leadership, yeah. and growth and development. Yep. How many you you can't do that in Wales? They'll be like, oh, I don't do that. Nah, we just talked about life. Development. We didn't talk about no no plays, exit nose, you know, yeah. drop coverages. We talk about no strong side yeah. helping. We weak side rotation. We talk about that stuff. We don't do that here. Let's do that with the other shows. We talk about life on this on the Boss Man Show on your radio, people. No, I enjoy it. I enjoy it, and I appreciate you having me. And I'm looking forward to doing it again. No definitely. Check my man out on Twitter, people, and Instagram. DJ Taylor, my guy. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.